Hi, welcome to NG Podcast. It's your boy Norman Gabriel, uh, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Just a dude riding around his vehicle, talking about sports and other things. So my topic today, or at this moment, will be the 147-pound division in boxing. Okay, so we know we got the Earl Spence and uh, Sean Porter uh, fight coming up. And I, I already put out a podcast on that, let you know who I think is going to win that fight, which I do believe that will be Sean Porter. And you can listen to that episode if you want to see where I explain why he will win. Um, I just wanted to, 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 to classify who I think was the best in this 147 division. So first, let's identify the major players. Uh, you have Manny Pacquiao, who may be at the top in some people's eyes. Uh, then you have you have Sean Porter, of course. You have Keith Thurman. Keith one time used to be one time Thurman, as I told her before. He is now Keith Hope for a Decision Thurman. Um, you have Terrence Crawford, who I'll break down in just a moment. And then you, uh, you have Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, he has lost, I believe, his, well, he actually won his last fight, but he did lose two. He lost to Thurman and he lost to Porter. And then you have, uh, that's pretty much it. That's all your players, your major players there. Uh, and out of, out of those players there, now, I've been hold up. One of the Charlo brothers, I think he has the ability to fight at 147 if he wants to. Uh, I think he fights at 154, but he has mentioned that he could and would fight at 147. Now, as far as the Charlo brothers, I have him on the same scope that I have. Uh, that I that I that I that I I have him on a scope of Adrian Bronner that I have Adrian Bronner at. And what I mean by that is these are guys who have fought. Nobody, essentially, nobody with power, and so you watch them fight these guys that have no power at all. Actually, tee off on them and get good hits on them in a fight, and they don't go down because these guys have no power. And I think the problem is, is when they fight someone with power, either that person's going to knock them down, knock them out, or change the whole way they fight. And that's what kind of happened to Adrian Bronner. You know, he was. Fighting guys, beating up on guys, comparing himself to Mayweather, making all those at sounds. And once he started getting hit by guys that had a little bit of power, like Madonna, his first fight with my, his fight with Madonna, you know, it changed how he approached the fight. He couldn't make all these at sounds and try to do all that because now he was scared to get hit and feel that power again. And that's kind of how I feel about the Charlo brothers right now. You keep fighting guys with no power, powder puff guys. And we're supposed to think that that means something. You know, it means nothing if you're not fighting anybody that has a little bit of power to them. Uh, at least in their case. If you're a proven guy like Sean Porter, who's took the best punches from Danny Garcia and and Keith one-time Thurman before he was Keith Hopewood decision Thurman before the surgery, then then I give, hey, I'm not afraid of Sean Porter, you know, him taking a punch. I've seen him take the best of punches and keep on ticking and keep on coming. Now, I'm not saying he hasn't been dazed or woozy or even went down, but he's, he's come back and he's fought like a man and still fought hard. He did not give up or it didn't change the way he fought. And we saw with Bronner, like with the fight with Pacquiao, the most recent one he had, 
you know, he fought Pacquiao and Pacquiao hit him and it changed. It was it. He wasn't, he was in a shell. He refused to fight uh, very aggressively at that point. It, it, everything changed. So I think that's kind of where he, where he stands at, um, where the Charlo brother stands. So I don't, they say he can fight in at 147, scratch that. I, I'd keep him at 154. Um, and I don't think those guys are pretty good, any good anyway. Sean Porter, not very skilled as far as, you know, jabs. And I'm not saying he doesn't throw them. He throws them. But he's not very skilled. Doesn't work behind a jab like most people. He's going to come in, you know, like a brute type of guy. He's going to try to push you around. He's pretty strong. Former linebacker or something to that effect. I, I know he played football. Um, very strong in the ring. Can push you around. Uh, he can take a shot from the best of them. But he's just not skilled enough to be the top guy. Now, he will expose some guys, you know, because he has the ability to 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 out to muscle you, to 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 brute force you, for, for lack of a better phrase. And some guys don't like that; they don't want to deal with that at all. So he can expose a guy that can't deal with that. Uh, Danny Garcia, I believe he could come back and become a, a power player in this league, in this division. Um, if he gets another shot, he did lose to Thurman, and I think that was Thurman's last fight before he had the surgery. Like I think he beat Thurman now easily. I think, matter of fact, let me just jump to Thurman real quick. Thurman is no more of what he was. Thurman, at one point, I would have said he was the best in his division. He took on the best competition. I would have picked Thurman to beat anybody, including Pacquiao, uh, you know, including Crawford, including Spence. I, you know, I just would have picked him to beat anybody. But without that one-time power, and he didn't have to knock you out before, but like as you saw when he fought when he fought Garcia and uh, Sean Porter, once he felt once they felt that power, it changed the way they could approach him. They couldn't put relentless, you know, somebody like Sean Porter who loves to do relentless come forward pressure could not do that to Thurman because he didn't want to feel that power. So he had to be very careful how he attacked Thurman. And I think that's the that that that's where Thurman is wiped out of this now. Without that power, since having the car accident and having that surgery, having that year and that 18 month to two year layoff, he's not the same guy. And I and I feel bad for him because it didn't happen in the ring. It wasn't something where he wore down over time. This was a car accident, some surgeries, and he just never got the power back. That one time power he had that could just sting you and change the way you approach the fight, if not knock you out. So he's farther down the list. Um Back to Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia has good power, good skill guy. He's not the greatest skill guy. He doesn't have the greatest speed. Has a great chin. He has good power. He has to be able to pull the trigger, you know, and, and not be scared to pull the trigger. And I think he was a little scared to pull the trigger against Thurman after he felt Thurman's power. I think he had a chance to beat Thurman. And then also, same thing with, with Sean Porter fight. I thought he could have beat, he should have beaten Sean Porter. But that, that, that aggressive, thuggish, uh, brute force style of Sean Porter... I think it just was too much for him to handle, you know. Uh, it, it just was too much, and that's where I'm where, where I'm talking about where I say that uh, when I when I say that everybody can't handle Sean Porter's style, but I would definitely, even though Sean Porter beat Garcia if they fought again, I honestly think Garcia should win the fight, knowing that he has to do what he has to do to win the fight. So I like I said I.
if I had to rank the two, I'd pick Garcia above Porter, even though Porter did beat him. And then that takes me on to Earl Spence. Believe it, like I said, Earl Spence, I believe, will lose to Sean Porter because I think he's going to suffer from that same type of thing that Garcia suffered from. Now, here's the difference. These two guys know each other. They kind of grew up t- together. Uh, they worked at the same gym together as, as teenagers uh, and amateurs, things of that nature. And from what I've been told, Porter used to get the best of that matchup then, where Spencer said that he is, he, does, he expects to knock him out and he's much more skilled, and he is much more skilled. It's can he handle that brute force, and how, what happens if he, have, if he deals with a shot? If Spencer deals with a shot that is powerful, how will he deal with that? Because I've never seen him. I've seen him get hit plenty of times. I've never seen him take a powerful shot. You know, I saw Mikey Garcia land his Sunday punch on Earl Spence. But his Sunday punch, two weight classes above what he normally fights at, did nothing. You know what I mean? It didn't didn't, didn't phase him at all. I don't think that that's the same if Porter hits him clean. Porter's not the most powerful guy, but his brute force in his head, he does have heavy hands. It's not explosive. But it is heavy. Can Earl Spence handle it without getting a chance to look pretty? Without the he doesn't go ah, 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 like like Bronner, but he does kind of like set up, work behind his jab, you know, kind of like it's always like practice to him sparring. He does what he does in sparring, and sometimes when you get hit, like like Mike Tyson, the great philosopher Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So if he has this plan to go in there, work behind the jab, one, two, one, two, a couple hook shots and some, some brilliant uppercuts, what happens if he gets hit in the mouth first? Will he still execute that same plan? I just haven't seen it from him yet. And it's not his fault. It's his promoters that, you know, have gave, gave him a lot of powder puff guys, guys that have no power. And like I said, Porter's power is still questionable, but it, it's more than what he's faced in the past. So I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen here. Um, so Spence, I guess I'd have him third. Um, right above Mikey Garcia in that area. Even though I have Porter under these guys, I still think Porter's going to beat Spence. I'm just going by skill and who's the better one. I'm not going by who's more marketable, just who's a better skilled fighter. Now, matchups, I know it sounds contradictory because I'm saying that Porter should beat Spence, but matchups and styles makes fights. So I think this style is going to be rough for, for, for Spence. Now, second, you know, in, in the division, I would go with Manny Pacquiao. At 40 years old, Manny Pacquiao, in and out movement, side to side movement, uh, hook shots, left shot, uh, left hooks, uh, uppercuts, uh, a consistent right jab, the ability to move in and out, bouncing around, make guys miss, and the ability to take a great shot. I mean, Thurman hit him with everything. Granted, Thurman doesn't have any power anymore, but Thurman, Thurman hit him with everything. Um, the ability to have enough power to make a guy change how he fights against you, he still has that. That being said, I'd put him number two. I think he'd beat Spence. I think he'd beat Garcia. I think Garcia gives him the best chance out of those guys. I think he'd beat Porter. Uh, he's already beaten Thurman. There's one guy in that division at 147, I believe, that Pacquiao would not beat at 40 years old, 40-plus years old, and that is Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford is, to me, hands down the best guy in this division. Granted, his power is not the same as when he fought at 135, when he fought at 140. But still has decent power, and he's just sound. Man, he's technically sound. That jab, that the ability to throw 
multitude of shots. I mean, he can he can hit you with a with a left jab. He can hit you with a right straight right behind it. He can hit you with hooks behind it. I I love his left jab left hook combo. I mean, left jab left hook and an uppercut with right or left. I mean, the guy shows all the combinations. He has good movement, good head movement. He fights going backwards, going forwards. He does good lateral movement. Um, he can take a hell of a shot at the same time. I think he's the most dominant guy here by far. I don't even think it's close. I think he beats all of these guys. I think he could beat two of them in the same night. <laughs> maybe not Pacquiao and maybe uh, Thurman in the same night. Now, Thurman, I thought, had the best chance to beat him because I thought Thurman could match him a little bit with speed and power. I mean, and have more power than him. Now he doesn't have power, so that kind of throws it off a little bit. But uh, I would have picked him prior to his car accident and his uh, surgery. I would have picked Thurman to be the top guy. Right now, it is Crawford in my mind. Let me guys know what you, let me know what you think if you think any different. I think the best fight, if Spence could somehow be Porter, I would love to see Porter fight Crawford because of Spence's uh, technically sound style. You know, jabs, speed jabs, uh, uppercuts, hooks, uh, in and out movement. I don't think his movement is as good as uh, Crawford at all, but his, his jab is just as good. Spence has a great jab when he sticks to it. If he can get that jab off, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an excellent jab. Um, but I don't know if he can take a, take the power shots as well. You know, and to me, I've always been told a great champion can take punishment as well as get dish it out. I mean, I know Mayweather was different, but he never took punishment. But the average guy is going to take some punishment in a fight, and that's what made Muhammad Ali great. That's what made Sugar Ray great. That's what made hey Thomas Tom, uh, Tom Thomas Hearns well. He was great. He lost to some of the other major guys, but that's what made Marvin's Marvin Hagler great is they could take the best of shots and then give the best of shots. And I just don't know if uh, Spence can do that. Maybe he can prove us wrong here, prove me wrong with this uh, Sean Porter fight. But uh, Crawford, he looks he looks clean. Um, he looks technically sound. He's what a champion is. I mean, he's the pound for pound best in my opinion. Um, so that's my 140. Seven pound uh, breakdown. Who I think's the best? Where I think they can go from here? Um, I, I, like I said, I, I'm picking Crawford over anybody. I don't see anybody that's on, on Crawford's level at all. I think uh, nobody's even close, honestly. I think he beats all these guys. He could be two in the same night, like I said before. Let me guys, let me know what you guys think. I'll be doing 154 pounds soon. Um, I'll even talk about the. Soon to be Canelo and uh, what is his name? Uh, Sergey Kovalov fight, which I gotta find out exactly which weight they are. I, I think I heard 168, but uh, someone just told me 175, which is a heck of a jump to go 15 pounds for Canelo. Granted, I know he walks around huge anyway, but I would for competitive edge. I've always known him and Oscar De La Hoya to look for competitive edge, so competitive edge is to make Sergey Kovalov come down a few pounds not to just let him fight where he's comfortable at make him come down another eight pounds but uh hey we'll discuss that in the future and I will like I said we'll be doing 154 really soon and I'll do a few other divisions we'll hit the 135 with Lomachenko Tank Davis pretty soon um once again this is the NG podcast it's your boy Norman Gabriel world's foremost authority on all things that matter just a dude riding around in his vehicle talking about sports and other things. Feel free to email me, ng of the world 
at gmail.com. That's once again ng of the world at gmail.com. NG Podcast, Norman Gabriel. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you.